author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Benita with a view on the new legendary WIGL AM 1570 begins right now. Hello, 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 WIGO family, 1570 AM. This is Dr. Bonnie Benita, and I'm with my co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Hello, Pastor. Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. Well, family, today we have Dr. Hassan on with us. Dr. Hassan, are you there? Dr. Hassan. Yes, I am. Okay, yes. Great. We have Dr. Hassan with us today, who is just an amazing woman of God. And Dr. Hassan would like to tell us about the many programs that are very much needed in our community today, Pastor. Dr. Hassan, yes. hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I am Dr. Angela Hassan. I am the Vice President of Hassan Empire, Inc. My husband, Salim Hassan, is the president. We are centrally located in uh, the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, um, but we operate in all states. Uh, under the umbrella of Hassan Empire, Inc., we have um, companies such as Black Wealth Academy, uh, which is an academy that teaches um individuals how to become an entrepreneur, how to obtain funding, how to properly set up their company um, and put them in line for funding. We also have other programs, career development, such as forklifting, um, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, CNA, um, and even individuals that are interested in uh trucking. So we have class A and class B courses available. Um, those individuals have the opportunity when upon uh, graduation, if they're interested in becoming an entrepreneur, we have an entrepreneurship program which teach grant writing. And um, those individuals, when they graduate, they graduate with 100K working capital in the form of a grant um, to assist them in their endeavors. Um, we also yeah, have so recently so partnered at the, at the rate, with Kimberly McMorris uh, and James yeah, McMorris um, and opened a uh, Wall Street Financial 15, Literacy Foundation. 15, 
in Atlanta. And that particular foundation is designed to help individuals have access to resources to become financial beacons of their family. So we give individuals the opportunity to actually learn how to be successful. And we also have financial products that we offer individuals under um, Hassan Empire that are entrepreneurs that are having problems locating funding sources for their business. We offer loans, startup loans. If you really in the real estate industry, we offer hard money lending as well as development monies available for individuals that have development projects. Amazing, amazing. So, Dr. Hassan, let me understand, what is your backstory? Because I've met you personally, and you and your husband are so enriched in faith. And I'd like to know what your backstory is. What brought you to this point? Being from a internationally known all-black town, which is located in the heart of Mississippi, it's the Delta, Mount Bayou, Mississippi, um, that community was funded by, uh, was founded, I'm sorry, by two slaves, two runaway slaves. They were cousins. And um, as the story goes, they, when they discovered the area, they washed their face in the bayou and they slept on the mound. So they named the town Mound Bayou. And to this day, this town is still internationally known as an all-black town. And that's where I'm from. Okay. And, um the the town is known for um, its closeness. So, you know, by us being as small as we were um, and being close, we knew that, you know, each other struggled. struggled. And um, growing up in that area and watching individuals not have um, poverty-stricken motivated me at a very early age to start um, finding ways to help my community. I graduated from high school at the age of 16. So I was in college at the age of 16. And um, I was researching um, federal law because I wanted to help my mother. Although my mother has always been an entrepreneur, she worked for the U.S. government. She you know, had a great job, but she was still struggling. And she had a daycare. She owned a daycare, but she still struggled. And the biggest problem was credit. So I was researching uh, federal laws, whereas I could help my mother um, straighten her credit out so that she could uh, be able to, to see light. You know, watching my mother every time the phone ring, her eyes will, will get watery or, you know, they'll get red. It did something to me. But it activated something inside of me that um, caused me not to want to see my mother struggle. Although she had a good job, she was making good money, but she was still struggling because of her credit. So um, my mother was my very first client. I uh, I never forget. I erased 16 derogatory items off of my mother's credit report. Her credit score shot. And um, as it began to rise, she was uh, beginning to you know, have that financial freedom. And after I did her uh, credit restoration, I just started working with other individuals in the community, helping them. And it went from a passion to 
uh, something that I knew that I, I needed to do, something that I knew that God had given me, you know, a talent to be able to help individuals. And then it, it started to grow from there. So I originally started out with credit restoration, and then I started researching financial products. I started um, learning grant writing. Um, I just, it, it all started from my mother. Watching my mother struggle is what um, provoked me to, to want to change and help individuals, you know, to have a better chance at life. Right. Hey, and, and Dr. Uh, Angela, we heard all of that. That's so wonderful uh, what you're doing. Uh, the question is, now, what people, is it just for young adults? Uh, what age group? Uh, that can reach out to you. And also, along with that, um, how could you, how can you be reached um, so individuals can, you know, look you up, call you, or whatever? You can um, follow us online. Um, My uh, Facebook page is Dr. Angela Hassan. Also, our website is www.wealthandlegacy.builders. That's www.wealthandlegacy.builders. Also, my um, phone number is area code 678-643-9626. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. And we, we'd love to hear. And I, I heard you say something about, I guess it's the vocational classes that you have, like the plumbing, uh, the carpentry work. Is that right, what you said, the electricians? Yes, sir. Is that right? Because I knew back when I was in high school, they, they had those type of course uh, that you can attend in those classes. But they somehow, they took that out of the schools. And and what happened with that, uh, Dr. Andrew? I mean, because that was something that was, uh, you know, back, I guess, in the uh, late 80s um, and the early 90s. Uh, you know, they had these different vocational classes, the brick masonry, uh, the electricians, the plumbing, and all those different things. And they have taken them out of the schools. And now I see you talking about those things and you're implementing those things. So, I mean, what te- can you just expound on that just a little bit more? Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> as you stated, you know, at one point, the educational system um, had. Uh, those trades available right. to right. high school individuals, industrial arts, home ec, they had those particular programs, right? But as time began to change, and you know, the curriculum changed, and the schools, you know, faded out those particular programs. I can remember when I was in high school doing industrial arts and, and um, automotive and uh, homemade. Yes. But, you know, when my children uh, started school, they didn't have those programs accessible to them anymore. And I believe that the reason why the schools took those uh, programs out was because they were more focused on the uh, basic uh, general education piece, not yeah. so much as career development. And that is always, always a problem, especially in our um, community. Our community, there are a lot of our children that are not necessarily um, have the mental capacity to um, go on to college to become right. uh, doctors and lawyers and, you know, things of that nature. But we do have 
children that just want to get a certificate, a trade certificate. Right. They want to learn how that they can, you know, get get these tools and, and be able to benefit from these tools to where they can open their own businesses and become right. have an HVAC business or right. have a plumbing business or electrical business. Right. But when they're in school, when they're literally in high school, it seems now the only focus is the curriculum that's based on general education only, nothing extra. Right. And they faded those programs out in uh, the late um they're actually going into the early 2000s. They started fading those programs out. And as you know, when they started fading those programs out, what happened? Unemployment went up, right? Right. Um, Poverty, the the numbers, uh, household uh, income, needing more public assistance went up. All of those things started to happen. And it is our opinion that, you know, we have to be the antidote. We right. know what the problem is, but we must be the solution. Right. So right. we have to get to a point in time where we have to stop waiting on someone to do different things for us. We have to just go out and start creating these programs for our communities because we know that it is needed. We know that we have, especially my husband and I, we have um, young adults that are not interested in going to get a four-year uh, college degree. They, they're not interested in that. They're wanting to get based on the talents that God has given them, they're more so interested in getting education in that field and that field alone and right. being able to capitalize on right. it. So right. we, the co- programs and stuff that we create is not, uh, it, it's personal to us. It's right. personal to us because we know exactly, you know, what it what is needed in order for individuals to be successful. Right. And having those traits, having access, to, to those trades and certificates can very well give individuals the opportunities to become financial beacons of their family. So we right. are the antidote. Yes. And so along with that, I love all of that because I remember that those those back then, it would actually prepare families to have jobs for 30 years. Now mm-hmm. you look at it now, they say statistics say something about you only, if, if you get a good job now, you probably would stay on that job, what, three to five years and you're looking for something else. Is that right? That is so true. I often, when we have seminars and I'm speaking with individuals, and mind you, we have these all over. Yes. So when we're doing workshops and, and um, seminars and I'm ha- hosting conversations with individuals, I tend to ask the question, do you feel like sometimes that when you have to wake up, if you have a 9 to 5, a 7 to 3, or 8 to 4, when you wake up and you get ready to go to work, have you ever found yourself in a position where you are mad, you are extremely, no one has done anything to you. Yeah. But when you go and you clock in, you feel very upset, you're mad for no reason, and, you know, you just have, you know, a disgusted feeling about what it is that you do. Well, sometimes what we've found, when you have those different um, emotions pertaining to your 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 7 to 3, it's because you know deep down that is not what you want to do. Yeah, exactly right. So let, let me ask you, because I know we're about to go ahead and wrap it up to, for a, a break, but I want to ask a question, uh, Dr. Angela. Uh, the, the question I have here, um, you know, you have people that are coming from prison that needs work, that needs a job, that needs a trade. And sometimes the people here in the public don't want to hire these people. Would that be something that these individuals 
coming from prison, transitioning from prison, can be able to get these these types of grants, fundings, um, jobs, uh, certificates, whatever, what have you. Uh, are they available for those? Yes, sir. Um, and it's funny you asked that. I was actually reading a grant this morning from the Department of Justice. The, the Department of Justice have launched a grant. The application deadline is in April of uh, 2023. And that particular um, program is designed for individuals that are interested in opening up second chance um, programs for uh, people that are reentering our society. So to answer your question in short, yes, So, Dr. Hassan, it is available. That's mm-hmm. amazing, Dr. Hassan. But I'd like to know whether or not you could stay with us through the break because this is very interesting. We just applaud your efforts in our community, and we would love to partner with you on some of the programs that you have available. But can you please stay with us through the break? Yes, I can. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Hassan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. We'll be right back. At Eviction Help Now, we help stop evictions. Call now for a free consultation. 678-468-4940. That's 678-468-4940. Are you facing an eviction? Do you know anyone that is? A neighbor, co-worker, friend, family member, or church member? Call Eviction Help Now. 678-468-4940. Eviction Help Now. We can provide up to 90 days to help you fight your eviction. So you won't have to move in seven days. We offer fast, effective, efficient, professional help. Eviction Help Now. Call now. Eviction Help Now. 678-468-4940. That's Eviction Help Now. And we are back. This is Dr. Bonnie Benita on WIGO 1570 AM. And I'm with my pastor, uh, co-host and pastor, uh, Hunter. And yes. we have on the phone with us Dr. Angela Hassan uh, with Wealth Builders, I believe, Dr. Hassan. And we were speaking earlier about uh, the question pastor raised about inmates, uh, guys or women just exiting prison that need uh, the resources, the training, the education. And, uh, Pastor, can you finish your question yeah. with Ms. Uh, uh, Dr. Yeah. Angela? Yes, Dr. Angela, are you, Angela, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay, and, you know, because here's the deal. I, I, I deal with a lot of these people. I come across a lot of these people, especially in ministry. I deal with these, I mean, all all walks of life. I deal with them. And these are some of the questions because I, I mean, have some friends that end up, um, you know, in these situations. They go to prison. They get out of prison. I even try to provide jobs and things for them myself. You want to do You know, doing the, um, you know, flipping houses or whatever, you know, things like that, carpentry work, whatever. But I found out that it's like, man, this money is not quick enough. I want my own thing. And I found out they go back to the streets. And begin selling drugs again. And and, and I'm try I, I wanna find something I need we got to have in other words, we got to be a gap filler. If if that makes sense, Doctor Angela. We we got to be yeah. the gap filler to help these people. Now you, you know, first you got to help yourself. We understand that. But I have a lot of people that's genuinely sincere about doing right and they don't want to go back behind those prison uh, doors, those walls. 
because it's not there's not a life back there. And I'm concerned about those guys, especially the ones that are homeless. I mean, what can we do? Because I have so many people that I run getting I mean, come in contact with. I can't. I mean, I guess I can't open the door for everybody in the world, but the ones that God have assigned uh, to us, the ministry, we want to be able to empower them. So how, I mean, tell me a little bit more about that, Dr. Angela, what can be done and how can we connect and build? Because I heard you also say the change that we're looking for in others, it had to first start within ourselves. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, ma'am. Sir. Could you, help, I mean, talk a little bit more about that? How can we help these individuals and, and women? Because, you know, you got women that are being pregnant in the prison system. They transitioning, don't have nowhere to go. I mean, it's, it's sad. And then it's especially in the black community. Especially, and nobody's concerned. Just like you said, they had a grant, uh, some monies put aside, but they couldn't do nothing with it. Because of what? Nobody's one willing to step step up and stand in the gap to help these people. So, yes, yes I'm going to hear from you, Dr. Angela. Yes, sir. So, you know, there are a lot of programs that are available, um, even inside of the prison systems. I've noticed that, especially like for the state of Mississippi, the state of Mississippi um, offered me a position um, teaching financial literacy, and that's uh, the Mississippi Department of Correction, Parchment, offered me a position, position teaching financial literacy two days a week. Um, and, of course, the, the teaching would be uh, uh, via webcom, Viacom. Yes. But it gives the inmates the opportunity to learn financial literacy while they're inside of, you know, the system. Um, preparing, preparation, preparing individuals um, once they exit the program to be able to have that um, knowledge to be able to go forward. Because, as you said, a lot of individuals have committed, previously committed crimes, and when they exit the program, you know, society is not always as welcoming as we would right. That's you know, the want problem. them to be. Yes. Right, and it is a problem. It's a problem. It's, you know, it's like the old proverb. You know, even though God forgives, man, sometimes hold on. Man, go so, hold on to it. Yeah. And so, and and then also remind you, right? Right. So. No, no, <laughs> but, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we try to have um, programs designed to be able to help individuals no matter what has happened in the past, you know, because their past does not define their future, right? Right. So we have to walk in the spirit of love and and um, and of understanding, and right. then also be able to have those resources out there available. So we are definitely open to having conversations with uh, giving you you all whatever resources that you need in order to help individuals that come in your path. Um, because once again, as we begin to put this information out there for individuals, it will actually help fight against generational poverty, and that is. That is the whole purpose of everything that we do. You know, enough is enough. There's a shift. There's a transfer of wealth. Right. And we are putting people in position, putting individuals in line to be able to receive all that God has 
already promised to those that are faithful. Right, right. Regardless of their background. It's not what they have done in the past. It's It's because of understanding that God is a forgiving God. And you don't have to wait on anyone to give you room at the table. You can begin building your own thing. Right, right. And and that's so beautiful. And and, and Dr. Angela, my, my, my thing is, what about churches? You know, for, like myself, uh, I'm Pastor James Hunter with over, you know, over the church ministry of reconciliation incorporated. And I just this is my second ministry that I've planted uh, here uh, in Georgia. Well, the first one over 18 years ago in Mobile, Alabama. That's where I'm from. And that church okay. is still striving, striving to this day uh, with another pastor that has been appointed there. But now I'm here building the second ministry and we we brand new uh, maybe we, we, we're probably in our 32nd week in ministry and the lord is blessing us tremendously reconciliation you say well what is reconciliation well i i kind of i kind of want to piggyback right on what you were talking about uh reconciliation is i believe that god have given us and that's what the book says god have given us the ministry of reconciliation so i believe that we as a people about the body of christ uh, help people to connect back to God and connect people to God, if that makes sense. And the ones that are connected to God, we help them stay connected to God. So we want to be able to help and spread the love of God out throughout this community. And and that's why I asked that question, because I'm interested. All of this stuff that you're talking about, I'm interested in. And we have some great leaders that's that's connected with us that would love to be a part of this so we can impact the, the, our community in the Snellville area. And do you have uh, places or openings for that, you know, myself, to be able to help uh, empower these individuals? Yes, sir. We have, we what we offer, we offer um, workshops. So you have the opportunity to um, allow us to come in for workshops. Uh, three, it's, they're typically three days, which is uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And when we come in for the workshop, what we would do is uh, we give opportunity for individuals to learn the financial literacy, business formation, grant rights. Those are the three main topics. Right. So under the financial literacy, um, a lot of individuals will have the opportunities to understand what's behind being able to, because, you know, us giving you the, the um, blueprint for wealth is nothing if you don't know how to maintain, right? That's absolutely. So we teach budgeting. We teach um, the power of insurance and also the needs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, an individual uh, uh, brother, James McMorris, he would be there and he would um, give you the opportunity while you are there to sign up for insurance. We have real estate. Is, is um, when you say insurance, is that health insurance or insurance for the business or what, which, which one? All four. Okay, good. So, yes, he would be there with um, all of the knowledge. Uh, his company, First Priority, um, is located in uh, Stockbridge, Georgia. And he has been around 30 plus years and um, he just, he has a wealth of information for individuals that need insurance. And so when you think of insurance, right, you think of, okay, burial, 
but you know, there's it life. can get so much deeper. Right, life, burial, uh, rentals, homeowners, auto, um, hmm, annuities. You know, planning for your retirement. All of those things are you know into play when you're talking about insurance. But as a business owner, you need all of that and insurance on your business because what individuals don't understand is when you go before a loan officer and you're asking for a loan for your business, if your business is not insured and you're and the loan that you're requesting is over twenty five thousand dollars or more, your loan could be declined simply because you're not insured. Wow. So we walk you through all of that. And then it's hands on. So even though we're giving you all of this information, we give you the opportunity to sign up right then and there. Because what we don't want to do is just provide you with a wealth of information and not give you the opportunity to take action. Right, right. And I heard so, you say something else, too, uh, Dr. Angela. You said something about grant writing. Uh, you do that as well. Is that correct? Uh, yes, you have sir. Others- I've, written over, I've written over $65 million in grants and counting by the grace of God. Oh, great. I teach Amen. grant writing. So I give uh, individuals the opportunity to write, to be, to learn how to write grants. So it's not as hard as individuals um, they make sometimes it to think it is, <laughs> yeah. but it's not as easy as individ- as the government has uh, made it these past couple of years because of COVID. Right. Kind of confused. Right. Right. And Dr. Let me me throw this out at you as well. Now, here's me myself personally. Before I left Mobile, uh, this this is what I did. I'd done a lot of house flipping, renovation, you know, Mm -hmm. for low income individuals and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. And me and my wife, we've done a ton of houses and we still own them even to unto this day with commercial properties and things like that. Now, me, myself personally, I want to be able to be more efficient. And effective. A person like me starting from ground zero here in Georgia, would you be able to help a person like me starting all over again that's energetic, ready to go, that's hungry to make a change, not selfish, but want to build to help other people in the community? Like I, when I heard you say about the plumbing, the fault lifting, and, and I want to be able to implement all of those things because I, I, I went as far as teaching young individuals or individuals that was trying to get into the real estate business. Uh, I call it the do don'ts, how to not do this. And, you know, the do don'ts and what to do and what not to do in the real estate business, because I found out because it happened to me myself when I started in the real estate business uh, a few years ago uh, that I got manipulated and they beat me. out of my money and I end up losing my house apartment complex for the first time. And I I, I said to myself, if I was, if, if I wasn't strong minded and strong willed uh, to continue to do what I was called to do, I would have gave up. So what it done for me, just like, you know, that's, that's part of my backstory. If I'd have gave up, guess what would happen? I never would be talking to you about these different things I'm talking about, about now. What I did was I kept those keys, the house that I lost, the apartment complex I lost, I kept those keys even unto this day to remind me where I come from. So when I teach other individuals about, uh, like you're talking about the financial literacies and and, and getting into real estate, I want to make sure they can avoid those type of uh, pit hole uh, drops and things like that. So I, w- I want to make sure, can you, I mean, can we implement those things as well? 
Yes, sir. In this we ministry, with the ministry, with a non, yes. do it have to be a nonprofit alone, or is it just as long as you're incorporated, licensed, and like you said, insured? I mean, can you expound? And then after that, I want you to give us your information, how we can reach you and reach out to you, too. Yes, sir. So we can definitely put those different um, programs into play. My husband, Salim Hassan, is a realtor. He's an active realtor in the state of uh, Georgia as well as Alabama. He's originally from Montgomery, Alabama. Wow. And Next <laughs> yes, door, sir. right. You, yes, yes, sir. Next door to Mobile. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> so um, he does the real estate uh, pieces. Even when we have the uh, workshop, when we have the workshop, he uh, speaks about real estate. So he gives in, informative information uh, to individuals and preventative uh, methods uh, in the real estate process. Mm-hmm. So uh, he gives you the opportunity, as you just spoke, of um, setting yourself up for success and not failure. Right. So he would definitely be the one that you would want to connect with. His name is Salim Hassan. Yes. Um, and his phone number is area code 470-978-5137. Uh, again, it's uh, 470-978-5137. Right. And he um, he walks you through uh, the the complete process, and also we it, it's education. We teach you because we want you to be successful. So right. not only do we teach you, we also have the tools so, for that success. So and if you're needing right. uh, to build a funding portfolio for real estate, we can assist you as well and turn around and lend. We actually own a we're proud owners of. Uh, franchise Lindio, so we can actually lend. Wow, um, isn't that yes, beautiful? Indeed. And people yes. need to notice. I think one of the things that you know they always have this old saying is, "It's not what you know, it's what it's who you know." Who you know <laughs> to help people yes. get into these places to, of networking where they can be able to prosper. And I believe that every man. I, I don't think it's just always. And, and we love to speak and preach Jesus, but at the same time, the Lord said, "I want you to prosper." And be in good health too, not only just your, your, your you know, you know, you follow. I'm saying not just spiritual, but I yes. believe in building the whole man. We we're saved, we're in the church, we're doing what God say do. We we follow His commandments, but at the same time, we saved, but we're broke. We're saved, mm. but we're not prospering. We're saved, mm. but we're not, you know, we're not helping uh, empower other individuals because I found out that you can be in church saved and somebody wants to come and minister to you or you can be out of the church and you, you, you know, you know, you know, you need your bills paid. You need your light bill paid, but people trying to witness to you. Well, first thing you need to do is help them find out how they can pay their bill first and then bring them to the church. Do you agree with that? Sister Angela? Yes, indeed. Pastor. And I am so glad that you brought that up because that is one of the conversations that we have with, uh, in this, uh, individuals that are in the body of Christ. Yes. You know, the um, the problem is that the churches are suffering. And the reason why we created the Financial Powerhouse, which is the workshop where we go to different churches and we teach this information is because of that very reason that you just stated. Right. Because, you know, the churches 
they're in survival mode right now. Right. And that's not God's will. Right. It's God's will for the church to thrive and not just be survived. Just getting by. But yes, but it's hard for the church to uh to thrive because the individuals in the church are already struggling. Right. But you now, know, trying you, to meet And you're right, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Angela, and, and you're right. Can, can I throw this in with now and I'm not you we're not pointing the fingers at no one because I think in every business household, company, church, it doesn't matter. Everything starts at the lead, at uh, on leadership, with leadership. Do you agree with that? That's, that's so very true. So that's if the so pastor don't know how to be effective to teach his congregation or teach, it's, man, I'm saved, pastor. I'm saved now. I'm not running the street. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But pastor, I'm broke. You want me to be in church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but I'm broke. So my thing is now that we believe in teaching the whole man and we want the whole man to prosper. And, and I don't want to just teach you the Bible scripture. And you, you, you know, you're blessed, you're highly favored spiritually. But at the end of the day, when I go home, I got a light bill and I'm trusting in Jesus. But I got a light bill that's behind two months. I got a car note that's I'm about to be, you know, you, you follow what I'm saying, Dr. Angela. So. Yes, sir. Do you, do do you do you look at it as it starts from the leadership? Because if the pastor don't know, the congregation gonna suffer. You preaching good, Jesus, and people are saved, but people are broken, people are discouraged, people are depressed because they can put you can put it how you want. They can say what they want, but at the end of the day, the people in the church are the ones that are suffering. In the That's church and the leadership, everything goes up, nothing going down. If that makes sense. That's true. And, and so what I my thing is my goal is I see what they done and I don't want to do what they done. I want to do what they didn't do. So my thing is I don't want everything to go up in the ministry. I believe in sending things back down because the least saint in the church should be blessed as well. I don't care if they have their own business. They own their own houses. And, and it goes so deep. They don't even talk about life insurance, bury insurance. They always thinking about term term insurance. Uh, uh, accidental insurance and people don't know the difference between that Dr. Angela and it's going so deep in the church and we're, we're the ones have this Jesus on our mind in the morning when we wake up and that night when we go to bed but we still broke and we're not teaching That's nobody nothing and now we're still and, and can you imagine I'm saved but I'm still broke I can't even get my hair done I can't get my nails done I can't buy a new dress is that the way God designed us no, it is not. And that's why, you know, we are held accountable. And that's the reason why we began the workshops, because of that revelation, um, as you're speaking of, Pastor. Um, I did a sermon a couple of months ago, and the sermon that I did, I was talking, it was supposed to have been a prophetic word. And the apostle asked for uh, me to come in and to give a prophetic word. Well, as I was speaking to the congregation, what God had revealed to me was that, you know, we're asking, we're praying, we're asking God to open up the, the gate of heaven and rain down uh, a blessing, but there's no seed in the ground. So it all, go, it all goes back to leadership because we have been for so long waiting on the schools to give this information to individuals, but what about the churches? You right. know, in the book of Isaiah, it speaks of 
a good man and how he leads well for inheritance his, for his family, for his children, right. children's. For his children, children. But if how can you lead in inheritance if you're not empowered? Right. Right. And so, that's where and I come also, from with that. Uh-huh. And then also in the book of Deut- Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 8 and 18 says that God gives you the ability to, to, uh, to, to build generational wealth, yeah, right. to create generational right, right. wealth. So God gives you the ability to create generational wealth. We have no excuses. There are no limits. There are no boundaries. There are no excuses. So we have to get to a point where enough is enough. We have to stop pointing the fingers, and we have to just start doing it. We can't wait on anyone else to do anything for us anymore. We have to say enough is enough. So So we have to put ourselves in position and start you know, understanding that when it comes to the Word of God, we've been preaching the same sermons for over four, 400 years. And right. by now, you know, if you're not saved, then you need to get saved, because if you don't get saved, you're going to hell. And if and sin, the wages of sin is death. We know all of this, okay? Yes. But now we're at a point where we need to start teaching individuals how to build generational wealth, because only then... Can you have a church member inside of your, your your church that understands that what is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Yes, I don't have a dollar right now, but my leader has taught me how I can go out here and get a dollar. So I'm faith without works is dead. So I know that I have to go out here and I have to work diligently. I right. can't rely on that one string of income. Right. I need nine strings of income right. to become a millionaire. Absolutely. So I'm going to go out here and I'm going to work. I'm, if I if I do so choose to work a nine to five, eight to four, seven to three, I'm gonna have a backup source of income yes. because I'm going to utilize the talents that God has given me, and I'm going to activate those talents so that I can be able to sustain, so I can stop borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. I can be the the lender and not the borrower. Right. I can put myself in the financial position that when I leave here, my children, I can rest right. in peace. And Preach know so that my children is okay, <laughs> and they're not going to have to worry. And in this world, it's not going to swallow them up in poverty because I have been a a, a breaker of this of this stronghold, this curse, yes. and I have done everything that I need to do for the embedment of my family. Right. So, is it safe, Doctor Angela? Is it safe to say, out of respect, some of the leaders need to back it up a little bit and come and sit down and be taught? Can we say that? Yes, and, and, and not put, not out of disrespect. It's like, hey, 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 Pastor, it's okay if you don't know something. That's now we got to know how to put the pride away. Because if you're asking your members, you got five members in your church, everybody's on Social Security, and you asking everybody to give a thousand dollars for your pastoral anniversary. Oh, I wish y'all can hear me. I wish y'all can hear me, and 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 they don't have that, and they tell me put them on a monthly plan. Until the and I've been there, past. I mean, uh, uh, Doctor uh, uh, Angela. So, so it is safe to say, out of respect, pastors, it's time to pump the brakes and let's come it and sit down and learn. Even when you're called to preach, to teach, or whatever your calling is, God don't just call you and tell you to go. He call you and tell you to sit down first. Because if you don't have the message to take to the world, what can you tell them until you learn? You, you know, so because you got people that are popping up in the churches overnight, pastors over. I have seen them pastors overnight because that's what they feel, and this is what they say God said. But we don't fight and bicker and complain about that. So my thing is again: is it safe 
And we're about to take a break, uh, Dr. Angela. Is it safe in five minutes? Is it safe for pastors to come and sit down and get along and not think about his big eyes and little U's? And it's all about me. But to empower me or to empower you that you can empower others. Because if you don't empower yourself, how can you lead where you haven't been? And why would you want somebody to follow if you hadn't been to the mountaintop yourself? And that's just how I believe that thing, uh, Dr. Angela. What do you say before we take this break, Dr. Angela? I agree with you 100%, Pastor. I believe that um, it, it's time. It's time for uh, all believers to come together, not right. just, right. you know, um, individuals that think that they have the answer, though, think or that, that they, they have, have yes, ma'am. pieces of the puzzle. I think now is a time such as this that God has prepared us yes. to be able to come together and walk in the spirit of love yes. and understand that it's not about us. Well, it's, it's not, not about us. Yes. It's not about us. It's, it's building a foundation the body for of our Christ. Yes. and making sure that the body of Christ no longer suffers. Because the reason why the churches are losing members is because of this very reason. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> Dr. Angela, Angela, we're going to take a break and hopefully that you stick around just a little bit longer for us. And we're going to get back to you. And if you could hold on just for a few more and we want to just finish, wrap this thing up because we want to know a little bit more about what you and your husband are doing and how people can reach you and reach out to you guys to be an encourager to them. Is that all right? Yes. Thank you again. At this time, we thank you all again. This is Dr. Bunny with a view. This is a co-host, Pastor James Hunter. We'll be back with you soon. Thank you. Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. We'll be right back. Have you lost a job, been sick or hospitalized, death in your family, and now unable to take care of your mortgage, and now facing foreclosure? If you or someone you know are facing foreclosure, we provide cash for keys. We can help with your foreclosure to make sure that you are afforded an opportunity to move with dignity and at your own pace and your own time. We will provide cash for your keys to help you move with dignity and not be forced out by your mortgage company. Contact cash for keys today at 470-209-1920. That's 470-209-1920. Cash for keys. Sometimes there are obstacles in the road that can leave you feeling low. And you don't know how to move forward And sometimes there are turns you want to take But the way gets hard to trace Now you're wondering how did you get here But don't you give up until you see How God is ordering your steps So you can walk into your season Hello, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie with a view, and I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Dr. Angela, are you there? 
Dr. Angela? Yes, I'm here. Yes, and, and we got about a few, we have a few more minutes left before we close this thing out. Again, Dr. Uh, Angela, uh, we were just speaking about uh, the churches, uh, uh, you know, being empowered to help not only the leadership, but also help the members that are in the church. And pastors out there that are listening to us, or members that are listening, that helps our lay members, that help the leadership. Because I think the pastors can only see and hear so much. But whatever the people hear and see, they can also help the leadership as well. If y'all hear us today, we want to make sure that you all, we all can come together in unity. Because where, there, where, where there's unity, there's strength. And we can't be intimidated, pastors, lay members, bishops, and whoever evangelists. We, we cannot be intimidated by one another. Thinking it's big eyes and little use. If we're going to be effective and the kingdom of God and souls are being saved, delivered, healed, set free mentally and blessed physically, having finances to live your life or live a better life. We need to come together because here is some of the answers right here. If we would take heed, don't be just a hearer of God's word, but be also a doer. Because I've seen so many churches and I've seen so many pastors. I've seen so many, I guess I would say name brand pastors and leaders have died and their wives are left without a policy. And they call me up to talk to me about help funding. And this is a this is true. This is a true story. And I've seen it so many times. And then they, they may have a hundred thousand dollar house. And here we go. Got a ten fifteen thousand dollar policy. Ten of it went to the barrier. Now five is left for the family to live. And so there's a problem in the, especially in the black churches. So Dr. Angela, can you express to us who you are, what you're offering, what you're doing and how we can get in contact with you? If you don't mind, please. Yes, sir. I am again, Dr. Angela Hassan. I'm the vice president of Hassan Empire. One of the programs that we have uh, is the financial powerhouse. And those are the workshops and the seminars that we offer to individuals, especially um, the, the member of the body of Christ, where we come in and we uh, do three-day uh, financial literacy workshops. Uh, these workshops is workshops of knowledge where we teach uh, financial literacy and we teach um, budgeting. We teach uh, the importance of insurance. We teach business formation. We teach grant writing. We teach you, we give you all the tools in three days that you need to be successful. And we even follow you after the end to mark and record your success. Um, to each and every individual that signed up for the workshop. The workshops are only $15 per person per session. And um, so they're very uh, inexpensive, but there's a wealth of information uh, that, you know, that is offered to you. So um, I, I would like to give you the opportunity to, to move according to your faith and to understand that now is the time now is the time to, to 
to put yourself in position in the position of wealth because you know um at the beginning of the year I did a pathetic word and that pathetic word was that in um in the year of 2022 God gave you capacity and now that we're in 2023 God says I will give you expansion God says now that I've increased what you you already can hold he says, I'm going to expand what you hold. So there's no limits, no boundaries, no excuses. And then also understand that we're in the year of championship. We're in the year, this is 2023. And um, as, we're, as we entered the year of 2023, uh, we entered the spirit of championship. So, you know, in this season, God is going to give us double portions of victory in this land and he's going to increase he's going to increase your finances but you have to in order for this prophetic word to to happen for you and your household you must put the work in you cannot do it without understanding what's behind it you can't sit back and let everybody else do all the work for you the sweat they call it sweat equity Yes, yes. (laughs) You have to come in. You have to get that information because we want you to be able to teach this information to your children so that they can teach it to their children. And this is how you break the generational curse of pride. Wow. So, Dr. Angela, again, so you're saying also, you mean to tell me I can be saved and have wealth at the same time? Amen. Oh, oh my God. So, people, y'all that are listening, let us let me say this. Let me repeat this again. You can be saved and still have wealth at the same time and still obey God. Just don't let the love of the money and the finances be the root of your evil. Y'all follow what I'm saying? And Dr. Angela, before we close it out, if you don't mind, could you just speak to Radio Land? And pray for us that are listening so God can open up our understanding or enlighten our understanding that we can walk there unto, that we can be blessed and teach our families and generations to come. Would you pray for us, Dr. Angela, please? Yes, sir. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for the information Father God, that has been brought past on today. Father God, we ask you to give um, the individuals that are listening to this broadcast, Father God, the spirit of understanding, Father God, understanding that enough is enough, Father God. And Father God, we ask that the spirit of fear, Father God, be eliminated from the minds of individuals that may be afraid to go forward, Father God. We lean and we trust and we depend only in your name, Father God. Father God, we just understand that everything that happens, Father God, it happens for a reason, Father God. So on this divine day, walking in your divine purpose, Father God, we just thank you, Father God. We thank you for the families that will be touched, Father God, and empowered because of obedience, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for the knowledge that has been brought forth on today, Father God. And we ask the spirit of conviction, Father God, to touch each and every individual on 
this broadcast that understands, Father God, that a lot of things that have happened in the past, Father God, could, should not happen anymore, Father God, because the eyes should be open, the veil should be removed, Father God, yes. and that now we be able to walk in the spirit of truth, Father God, yes. and we just thank you for who you are, Father God. We thank you for the love, Father God. We thank you for sending your son, Father God, and we just lift you up. We give you all the praise, Father God, all the glory, and all the honor, and these many blessings we pray and ask in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Dr. Angela, such a beautiful message. Thank God for you and your husband, and we pray blessings upon you guys that you go high and higher and along the way that you bring others along with us. We thank you today for all of that. God bless you all. This is it for us today. This is Dr. Bonnie with a view. I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments to WIGLAM1570.com or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is Dr. Bonnie Bonita at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com.